Welcome to Pound One Central Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Uncle AK. With me on this Zoom call, man, I got my bros, boss man Aziz. Yo, yo. What up, what up, what up? And Smoking wow. Joe. Back in the virtual building. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Before, you know, we introduce our guest for today, you know, our very good brother. Just want to let you know, man, go check out Palm Wine Central on streaming platforms at Palm Wine Central and also follow us on the gram. This episode is sponsored by Stock in the Middle Podcast. Follow them to our SITM podcast. Subscribe to their YouTube channel and all that good stuff. You know what I mean? Follow them, like them, share the videos with your exes and this one too as well. Oh, no further ado, man. We have a very good, good, good brother in the building, man. He's a therapist. He's an author. An author of, uh, he just got this new book, son. I'm manifesting my queen essence, a journey of reflecting, healing, acceptance, self-love, and the pursuit of the healthy love I deserve. Hey, okay. Listen, I deserve healthy love too. But anyways, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Dr. Fim Dizzle, Olua Femi Sanya. Did I say it right? You did, bro. You did. You did. To Pawan Central, man. Welcome, 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 bro. <laughs> Thank you for welcome, having me, PWC, Pamwine Central. You know, I am happy to be here. You brothers are doing it. You are, you are killing the game. God bless you all. I'm looking forward to a fun, loving episode with you guys, man. Yeah, man. Hey, did I for- oh, I forgot to mention his um, one fourth of uh, um, the Africanist podcast. Hey. You know what I mean? So he's our fellow brother in podcasting. And hey. he has a new podcast coming up too. Femi, what's the name hey. of that joint? Yeah, 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 man. You know, um, I feel like, you know, it, it, it's only right that, you know, I I do something where 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 I, I get to get my get my rocks off, man. It's like now nah, I just kinda, you know, wanna, you know, do some do something for the ladies, man. Do something for for, for the family. I'm a family man. As y'all know, you know what I'm saying. So that's that's in the works. Um, I, the, the, when 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 it's more concrete, I will I will bring you guys the breaking news. Hey, P- PWC. Excited. Since we're talking about breaking news, man. Not too long ago, you know what I mean. You let the world see what you've been cooking for more than three plus years and stuff. And it's a book, you know what I mean. You're a whole author, bro. Like, man. God, we were we were all breeding here, you know, in the podcasting space, and you just decided to, you know, hop in a jet and go to the next <laughs> island, bro. Couldn't even, hey. you know, what I mean, bring up, you know, bring brothers along. But son, please tell us, man, my, why this book? Bro- how did this book come about? And where is this? Who is this book for? Is it just for ladies? Is it for men? Where you see this book? Is it going to be a movie? You know, what I mean, bro, talk to us hey. about. I'm manifesting my queen's essence. My uncle AK, you are you are asking all the all the ginger questions. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, this this book honestly, um, it, I began writing. I thought of the idea back in 2013. Mm. You know, seven years ago, um, I was I was a I was a young young man. You know, I was a small boy trying to do big man things, um, but you know. It, it just didn't it didn't transpire it didn't come to fruition back in those days maybe because i think because i didn't 
have the the wisdom yet or, and the life experience as well as yeah the life experience personally as well as in my career um to kind of uh perfect what what I was um trying to convey and even then reflecting and looking back at what I initially wanted the book to be about it's like 95% different from what it actually turned out to be like now I infuse like a therapeutic lens and approach to the book, a more life approach instead of a more uh, vain, superficial type of general type of book that I wanted. And again, at the time when I was thinking about it, I was 23. I'm now 31. So I think just those years alone showed like my growth as a human being in terms of, you know, even my on a cognitive level, how I think is totally different now. In terms of who is for, of course, it, it was it was uh, is really for the women, but I think the brothers can learn a lot from the book as well. Um, it's for women because um, my niece was an instrumental factor into why I wanted to write a book. At the time, she was two years old. And I was just, uh, again, at the time I was like 23. So I'm like, man, my two-year-old niece, she's so innocent. She's so perfect. But then I see a lot of young ladies around my age at the time, as well as, you know, some of the women that I, um, you know, encounter. And I just see, like, a lot of them have, you know, some of these, these challenges and struggles that they verbalize. And I'm like, my niece being two, of course, right now she has no challenges. Um, and I kind of wanted to kind of put out a product that I felt like could be a, a resource to her when she would get of a certain age that will help her navigate through life better and maybe avoid some of those pitfalls that I felt like, you know, a lot of ladies were verbalizing to me. So that was the kind of the the mindset I had when I wanted to write the book. And um, in terms of my vision, man, of course, you brought up a movie. I've thought about all those things, man, even even more so like, I mean, we got Netflix now. I mean, I'm, I'm a pro-Black brother. So if, if there's a, a, a Black version where I can, you know, do like a series, because I feel like, I mean, the book is 13 chapters. So I, I feel like, condensing it to like a maybe two three hour movie might be selling the short man you know i got i got big things we we do different seasons for this man so my 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 vision would be for for me to have a series like in terms of a, of a show you know what i'm saying john boyega you gonna play me my brother you feel me um but yeah man i just i, I i'm i'm excited uh for the endless possibilities that I pray that God will bestow upon this project. Yeah, man. Appreciate it, man. I definitely appreciate this. Uh, I haven't copied it yet, but I'm going to. I was hoping that, you know, yeah, I, I was hoping that I was going to be, you know, in the studio in Maryland and you're going to give me a free copy. But. Man, man, you know, pull up, pull up, man. You know, uh, and then if you need something for, for your wife, for your concubines, for your side pieces, Whoever you know, what I'm saying, let me know, man. We, we. I just ordered. I just ordered some new copies. They just actually came in today, so you know, let me know. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, man. I'm gonna drop that address, you know, in the chat. 
don't worry, man. I just give you, just cash app you, you know, as this style. You know what I mean? That way you can just send me a hot copy, bro. I'm going to read that joint and I'm going to put it right there with all the other books that I've gotten so far. You know what I mean? Because that's going to the trophy, in the trophy room, man. That's going where I got all my, you know, uh, collectibles and stuff. So, because that's a collectible, man. One of my brothers, you know, wrote that book and I'll forever use that as motivation, you know what I mean? In whatever field I'm at. And that's how y'all people need to be looking at things, man. Hey, that's a that's a great mindset you have, and that's that's what I do do as well. Like uh, it's crazy because earlier this year, I mean, of course, you know, your boy Reflex dropped a book. Yes, sir. Uh, and I think Shout I out. came on I came on one of your uh, the couch talks mm-hmm. or that we had during the summer. Aziz was on there as well. You know, we had a few where we were on, and around that time, of course, the book was still cooking, and. I was like, man, I'm motivated because Reflex dropped the book, and uh, one of them, I think you guys also had Jamika on, Jamika Anderson. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. I, I went to Frostburg with her. That's one of my word, you know, home. Yeah, small That's world. one of my. That's that's we cool. So she dropped her book. I was like, wow, my God, you telling me something? Because you know, I use both of them as motivation. Because th- matter of fact, I think, and when Jamika dropped her book, I was still. I don't even think I was really thinking about it much. I, I I wasn't really my writing process wasn't even hasn't even evolved to where I wanted it to be. So like when she did that, it it was really motivation for me to really take time, uh, especially during the pandemic, to be like, man, sit down and see what you can come up with. So definitely, I I, I always use when uh, people around me, when they're succeeding and doing great things, I'm, I'm happy for them. And I use that as, man, motive, to motivate myself to, you know, accomplish something that I'm trying to accomplish. Right. And by the way, you guys can check out all these episodes on um, SITM Podcast. You know, we've had Femi, we've had Tamiko, we've had Reflex himself. No. Nah, <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? But yeah, but you can check out all that stuff. And Femi is... Um, one of the the most recent episodes we've had so far on Stuck in the Middle. And, you know, he spoke, he went in great detail, you know, on his book and his journey in life and all that good stuff. So check it out. Yeah, man. So again, uh, thanks Femi for joining us on the podcast and um, just listening to your story. I mean, I don't want to deviate too much from that because I feel like there's a lot to unpack there. Um, the book is one topic in itself, but I think the story behind it and, and the process is, is something that um, is really intriguing. Uh, you talked about, you know, how it took you a good seven years to really get to the point where you felt you were ready um, to write that book. And yet, you know, when the time came and sort of the stars aligned, so to speak, you know, all it took was, you know, a few couple months and kind of just pulled it off. Like what 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 can you say about how important it is to have that that process where it might take time, you know, it might take a couple of years, but it's it's necessary to get to the growth that you need to in order to be the person you want to when the moment uh, presents itself. Hey, my, what can my, you say about that? My my brother, that's that's a solid mm-hmm. that's a solid question, man. And I mm-hmm. think as human beings, sometimes we we tend to give up on things early. You see it sometimes mm-hmm. in like maybe sports where a guy has been trying to reach, let's say, NBA or NFL. And it didn't work out two years. He said, man, F it. I'm going to go be an IT person or I'm going to go uh, 
go into business and, and it's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that right but um mm-hmm. you have to understand like purpose or you know if mm-hmm. you know because just because you're destined for something don't mean the moment you try it it's gonna come to pass and mm-hmm. you know because we're in this microwave uh generation where we're used to man if i want some some chicken wings we, we ain't putting it in the fire no more we just warm it up two, mm-hmm. three minutes and the food is ready. And a lot of times mm-hmm. we tend to approach life in that way, you know, and like the the first challenge, the first obstacle, the first barrier that we're mm-hmm. faced with, we tend to be like, um, I on to the next. Um, but mm-hmm. for me, uh I tried, man, back in 2013, one thing I did, I did my outline. Um, I, I, I tapped into different books, but it just wasn't coming. So one thing that I made sure to do was I saved it because I'm like, I, I always told myself I'm going to come back to this. And then the yeah. the computer, the monitor that I had at the time, I remember it was about to crash. So around when it was going to crash, I quickly made sure that I took like one of those little discs, saved it on there, mm-hmm. transferred it to my laptop. And I've had like two laptops mm-hmm. since every time before mm-hmm. I always make sure to transfer it. And what had transpired, mm-hmm. I don't think 2018, one of my family friends um, that I grew up with, she wrote a book. And when she did hers, it, it, it kind of reignited, hey, you got something that you're trying to write. Um, so I, we, and she's in Texas. So, you know, we had a few mm-hmm. FaceTime sessions where, um, I just picked her mind, I picked her brain, and she was able to give me some pointers. I wrote it down in my, um, I would, I take a lot of notes, and I will always say, write things down. Just, even if you don't use it, you never know, just write things down. Like, if you get an idea, just write it down. So those Mm -hmm. um, FaceTime sessions we had, I wrote it down. 2019 came, you know, we, life can be busy sometimes, so I, it, it didn't even come to my mind, but with 2020, everything slowed down. The pandemic mm-hmm. happened. I think that mm-hmm. for me, the pandemic was the blessing, was a super blessing in disguise because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a person that I have so much things that I'm involved in that when I have mm-hmm. a little free time, I want to rest or kick it with family or, you know, or mm-hmm. friends. But with pandemic, I had a everything, most of everything that I had going on slowed down because the world kind of mm-hmm. paused. So now it's like mm-hmm. trying to all of t- busyness I had. Now it's like I'm trying to occupy that time. So mm-hmm. my mind kind of went to back to the writing, and this time I was I was seasoned. I was prepared. I have gone through lot things in life personally. So now I feel like I understand human beings better. I understand men better and I understand women better. Mm -hmm. Um, I now know what to research. I now know what to ask and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And not only that, I realized the lens that I was looking at life to through and the angle that I wanted to take the book wasn't who wasn't a reflection of who I am today at at 30, 31. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. I am more mature now. And sometimes, I mean, I'm a spiritual person. So sometimes, sometimes I think it's, it's God. 
Like when you hear, mm -hmm. when we get no's, 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 and no's, it might be because, mm -hmm. man, if you are you a singer, you an artist, you are whatever, you a business person, and you get that yes when you're actually not ready, sometimes you might blow it and that might shatter your self-esteem. That might shatter your confidence, mm -hmm. you know, or that mm -hmm. might just ruin your reputation. So for me, mm -hmm. maybe if I would have finished and put this book out, would have been like, bro, what mm -hmm. is this? You know, what is this fluff? Mm -hmm. But now mm -hmm. that, again, that I've gone through life and as well as in my professional career, I now understand uh, life as a therapist even better. It was just so easy doing the writing process. Like it took me less than two mm -hmm. months to act to do the actual writing, where mm -hmm. seven years I, I I wrote five pages, and that's mm -hmm. how much I I can do in a seven year span, and I, I mm -hmm. wrote more than hundreds of pages in a in a span of two mm -hmm. months. So it yeah, it, it just happens like that. Sometimes it, we need that time to mature. We need that maturation mm -hmm. process. And, mm -hmm. you know, we're able to evolve into a, a, a version of ourselves that we couldn't even fathom. Mm -hmm. What is your maturity uh, percentage and I'm not, right now? Mm-hmm. You said my maturity percentage? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, shoot, I'm I'm still a work in progress, my brother. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we all are, uh, you know what I mean? But compared to where you were before and now, oh, let's say on a scale to, of 100, right? You want to be at 100. I yeah, mean, that's yeah. perfection, but... I mean, compared to where I was in terms of, like, wisdom-wise or just how much I understand life, I mean, totally miles. I now truly feel like I now understand the essence of life. I understand what is important. I understand um, human beings better. I understand how to deal with different mm -hmm. friends, different people. I understand how to talk to people, uh, you know, differently. I mean, before it's like, even looking back, sometimes I, you can be self-absorbed, but you didn't even knew it, know it at the time because I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to live and accomplish, do this, do that. But now I feel like I, I now understand the importance of maybe investing in others, I understand the importance of, you know, being kind to people, I understand like, yo, things are not always what it appears to be on the outside. You know, as human beings, we tend to be like, man, this person late, this person didn't show up, this person, uh, they loud or what? Or they, they didn't even talk to me, they rude. But it's like, you don't know what's going on internally with that person. Maybe like they're going through some family stuff. We dealing with COVID right now. They might have somebody close to them dealing with COVID. So because of that, they just being quiet, but they showed up anyway. So the fact that they even showed up is even worthy of accolades but you looking at it from the person from the lens of oh they showed up but they stand off you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. i just understand like i you know don't assume mm -hmm. try to communicate it's so important to communicate and i talked about communication in the book as well that it's so important to communicate i talked about the importance of patience because again in this in this day and age, we 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 often focus on the, just the, trying to get it fast. But sometimes being mm -hmm. patient is, is the key to getting it right. 
it's not all, always about fast results. It's about getting it right. So, I mean, I, I'm just thankful for, you know, the, the life experience, the experiences that I've gone through that have shaped me to be the person that I am today. And like I said, I'm still growing. Facts. Mm-hmm. And you talk about, you talked about patience. And one of the things, and I, I mean, this is a quote in and of itself. I kind of remixed a little bit, but you spoke about, um, the, you know, how you transferred a lot of your, your um, written works, you know, from PC to PC. But just talk about the value of transferring your, your goals and your plans as opposed to deferring them. Like just how much that really was pivotal in in getting you to this point and you know opening that success for you. Yeah, man. Um, you know that that was so important because I never lost sight of the the goal or the vision. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. even though like it wasn't working at the time, I I never lost sight of hey, this is important. This is something I want to accomplish. It's like yo, you want to. You want to, I hate to keep using sports analogies, or let's say even, Mm -hmm. let's say you're a thespian. um, You want to get land roles, but it's like, are you still taking those acting classes? Despite the fact that Mm -hmm. you not landed no roles. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, not saying it's not going to be frustrating because we're humans. We we get to Mm -hmm. feel these different emotions. But are you still giving Mm -hmm. yourself... um, the the best chance to actually make it happen because if you're not preparing if you're not doing the little things that's going to lead to it then it's like how are how am i going to even write a book if if that computer crash and you know the outline i'm gonna have to start over and you know not saying it's impossible but it's like my mindset is still focused on that thing and it's so important to 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 be prepared you know, because you never know when opportunity knocks. Like, if I never had the outline while, while, while this pandemic came, this pandemic is a representation of opportunity, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because it's the first time for a lot of us that life really slowed down at this rate. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. some people just got to maybe relax for the first time because you still mm-hmm. want to go, you got to actually relax. Some people is like, okay, maybe I can garden and grow my plants or, you know, whatever it mm-hmm. is. Um, like my mom, she got to relax. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, so for me, it, it was an opportunity like, okay, you've been wanting to work on this. What's up? Like I, I even mm-hmm. locked my hair up uh, for the first time ever, you know, even though I took it out. But mm-hmm. it was like... I've always wanted to do yeah, that. Hey, to not, do you yeah. know, I I didn't have to go in the mm-hmm. office. So I was like, okay, let me mm-hmm. just see what let me see what's up. Let, you know. Let me ask you this then. What what like for you, what was it that made you able to hang on to that vision despite all the all the obstacles you could have faced? Like a PC crashing or, you know, pressure from society or people asking you, Oh, you know, what are you working on? How come you haven't achieved this? What made you hang on to that? in spite of all those you know, possible challenges? I mean, if I had to honestly say, mm-hmm. um, I would say this was something that was probably destined. And, and mm-hmm. I shared a little bit, and I never knew that until 
I started doing speaking about it and actually processing it. So until I started kind of doing these interviews is when it actually occurred to me. Cause like, like even being a therapist, I, I, I've been a therapist since November, 2013. You know, that's mm-hmm. when I got my first job as a, as a master's holding, you know, therapist. And prior to that in my undergrad, I, like I shared on, you know, the stuck in the middle, I was, I went in as an engineering major. That's what, that was the plan. That was the goal because mm-hmm. of course, as a young man, I went to undergrad at age 16, about to turn 17. My goal was to make money. I didn't know mm-hmm. what my purpose or calling or whatever it is. I'm my, To me, is let, let me make some money. And mm-hmm. um, so with that, I never saw myself as a therapist um, until things actually aligned. Like I became a therapist because I struggled as an engineer major, but mm. um, after going to my academic advisor, they told me the only major you can major in in order to graduate mm. on time, which is four years, is psychology. Literally mm. the only major that I could do after my like sophomore year. So, so I had mm-hmm. junior year left and I had my senior year. I had two more years and they told me the only major that I could do and still managed to mm-hmm. graduate in four years was psychology. And within my first two years of undergrad, a lot of my my friends who were women, my homegirls, mm-hmm. they were often come to me and confide in me about their problems. I don't know what mm-hmm. I represented to them that they felt comfortable mm-hmm. to come to me about these things, but I, they will all often s- seek me out. So when so when it came to that uh, crossroads about my major, and they told me oh only psychology, I was able to reflect on those conversations with those homegirls and say hmm, well if I major in psychology that means I. C- it will allow me to be a counselor or a therapist, which mm-hmm. is something I've been doing for free here. And I actually mm-hmm. enjoy my enjoy it. And I think I can actually make a living doing it and I don't mind doing it. Mm-hmm. So that's how mm-hmm. I actually, you know, declared a, a psych major. And I was actually mm-hmm. passing my classes this time, unlike engineering when I was bombing. Like when I say bombing, yeah. I meant bombing, bombing. <laughs> Like uh, one of them, one of them semesters, I got a one point ninety five. Yeah, so it's just, it's just crazy, crazy to hear you say that because you said, you know, if it wasn't for that psych major, you know, you wouldn't have graduated on time. But that just saying that word timing, it's mm-hmm. it wasn't about your graduation; it was about your maturation, right? Mm-hmm. It was putting you, like you said, on the path to your destiny, but. I mean, yeah. I can only imagine how you, you spotted that. But when Corona hit and now, you know, you said it was an opportune moment. How did you how did you sense that? What was it about it that made you say, OK, this is the time where all those stars are going to align up right now? I mean, initially, I didn't know. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was having a conversation with a friend. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, another thing with 
COVID is it, it forced you to do a lot of Zoom and you know people were reflecting. Mm-hmm. So as I was having a conversation with that friend who was sharing about wanting to write a book and a script and these things, I was like, man, that's dope. You should go for it. And in the process of encouraging them, it occurred to me that, hey, you got this book. I, I, I brought it up. And I was like, yeah, you know, I started this book um, back in 2013, yada, yada, yada. And they began to mm-hmm. encourage me, like, what you waiting for? Go for it. I mean, and I was mm-hmm. letting them know the challenges that I had that kind of made me pause, which was like, I, I wanted to write, you know, when you read books and you read like Shakespeare and they like, uh, mm-hmm. and so the, you know they start using mm-hmm. these words and jargons and I'm mm-hmm. like I, my mind don't work like that I don't know how to mm-hmm. I'm not an English major so I don't know how to put words like that so that really I was in my own mind for real I, I was in hindrance mm-hmm. to myself because I had an idea of what books sounded like and I'm like mm-hmm. when I'm typing it don't read like that so she told me that she watched an interview where um, I forgot who it was, one of the celebrities who wrote a book. And she said the pointer that the celebrity said helped her was when she would write, she wrote as if she was having a conversation with any of her friends. So Mm -hmm. she told me just, I challenge you write one page or maybe even two and just think right as if you're talking to me or you're talking to any of your other friends. I was like, okay, I think I can do this. And that night, I I went and wrote like a page and a half. And that was the start of, you know, where we are today. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. so shout, shout out to you. You know who you are. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think from what I've heard, I mean, in back-to-back stories or at least, you know, responses to your questions, you keep bringing up these friends that were, you know, pivotal in giving you advice or guidance in believing in you just, I mean, where do you think you would be if not for those friends? And what kind of role do you think they're going to play for you in the future as you continue to make friends? Man, I, I, I would say that, you know, um, God works in mysterious ways and God can mm-hmm. use anybody. You get what I'm saying? He can use anybody and he used, you know, all these individuals to encourage me. And again, I, at the moment, in the moment, I didn't even know. You know, he's used different little things and different people to kind of make everything align to what it what has transpired today. So definitely, I know for if it wasn't for, you know, those individuals who like I said, with that conversation I just shared, if it wasn't for that, I probably, mm-hmm. I don't think I would have, you know, I might have picked up another hobby. Or I might have, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Because I don't know what I would have done with my time. I could have said, man, let me try my hand at being an Instagram comedian or something. You know what I'm saying? I like, I, I, It could have been something. But I'm glad and I'm grateful. And again, my mom, she ended up writing a book during this pandemic and she published mm. hers. So which was crazy. So and that was also something that was instrumental for me because I had started my book 
not not even knowing she began writing during this pandemic as well because like i said she got a chance to rest and all the time she had she she uh wrote a book called uh wrote the road to righteous living um i think it's aziz aziz got okay aziz got the copy you know what i'm saying aziz aziz pulled up to her um she had a, a book launch event um Mm-hmm. So when she just randomly shares, she's like, "Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm writing a book." I was like, "What?" I was like, "Me too." Like we didn't even know. So <laughs> that was helpful, very, very in- instrumental for me because now I'm like, "Okay," and because my mom, she's the type of person. She's the opposite of me. I'm a procrastinator, as you can see. It took me seven mm-hmm. years. She, she not everything started this pandemic, finished publish, release, everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she pushed push me. Even when mm-hmm. when I when the book was finished, when I finished writing, mm-hmm. I was like content with that for now. I was like, I, mm-hmm. I, now that I'm done, let me rest. She every yeah. day was like, I'm ready to publish. I'm ready to, for people to start editing. So that kind of rushed my process because she kept yeah. bugging me, you know, so much, which is a great thing. You know, I needed that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That push yeah. helped me to not just sit back. It helped me to continue yeah. to be aggressive and mm-hmm. not be content with what I what I did. And if it wasn't for the pandemic, she'd probably be on a book tour right about now. It sounds like it. So it's oh, usually yeah. how it goes. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. that that would be the plan, but you know, we we still figuring mm-hmm. it out, you know. We mm-hmm. we we try to be creative with it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but p- pandemic has been, you know, it's been a blessing in disguise though. I I, I can't even lie. So mm. bro, yeah. I got some questions, man. What's what's going on? Talk to me, Palm Wine Z's. Man, first and foremost, so how does one manifest their queen essence, bro? Hmm. How do you how do you get that out of a woman? <laughs> what does that even look like? Okay, now now we're getting we're getting to, we're getting to the to the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. So so the thing is, um, every one of us, we, and I don't think everyone has this perception. But every one of us has a queen or king essence, mm. right? We we we're all there's something that's all created in us that will allow us to to you know what I'm saying, like reach our full potential. Mm. Do we all reach that? No, and there are different factors that may cause that. It can be biological things. It could be uh, external factors, environmental, you know, you name it, right? So that is why in the book, I touched on all those different things. Um, the book, it starts off with your um, dynamic with your parents, because those are the first encounters that we have mm-hmm. when we come into this world, whether it's with your parent or your guardian, right? Um, sometimes we have positive experiences that maybe fosters our growth and how we we view the world that 
enables us to have positive attachment and it enables us to seek out positive friendships and relationships, you know, and to feel confident and to have, a, you know, positive self-esteem or, be, you know, have us see the world through or feel well, if, you know, be in a state of wellness. And sometimes we have encounters that maybe contribute to us maybe viewing the world through a negative pessimistic lens, not being so sure of who we are as people and things of that nature. And those seeds begin to plant. Sometimes it's when we go into the schools and now of course, when you're in elementary, you're in middle, you're in high school, it's all about, okay, do you fit in, do you not? Are you a cool kid, are you not? You know, do you get bullied, do you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. All these things, um, begin to impact us in one way, shape, or form. And sometimes we begin to form an identity about ourselves. So in manifesting your queen essence, it's about reflecting on all those things that have shaped your worldview. Mm. And your worldview is how you view the world, the lens you see the world through, you know, what, how you feel about yourself and how you feel about others around you. Like I shared earlier, my worldview is if I meet Aziz, I'm not going to assume that, yo, Aziz gave me what I perceive to be the stank eye. Aziz ain't shit, right? Mm -hmm. Because I don't know what's going on with Aziz that mm -hmm. day. So mm -hmm. until I talk to Aziz and hear from Aziz's mouth, I'm not going to assume that Aziz is a bad individual or Joe or AK vice, you know, if AK comes and tell me about Aziz and Joe, or they did this, I'm not gonna a hundred percent think Aziz and Joe are terrible individuals. Aziz and Joe may have a terrible relationship dynamic with AK, right? Um, and because that is a fact does not mean they have a terrible dynamic with every other individual that exists. Mm. Now, of course, does it mean I ignore that? No, I don't ignore that. That is in my memory bank. I, you know, that is going to factor. However, is it going to be the hundred percent? No. However, some people, because of that, their worldview sometimes is a negative. So they might see Aziz and be like, oh, he's standoffish. He ain't ish, you know, and sometimes they think to themselves, oh, man, I don't have many friends. I'm not ish. So because I'm not ish, I'm going to overcompensate for that by this way or that way. Mm -hmm. So in manifesting your queen essence starts from the mental. Mm -hmm. You know, because the mind is a powerful thing. In the book, there's a chapter on healing. There's a chapter on, on, on I mean, we focus on like on, on learning, um, you know, things that we've learned as norms, you know, because sometimes your norm can be this disguised blue, but let's, or before they used to think the world was, was, was flat though, you know what I'm saying? Now it's, they have to unlearn, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes mm -hmm. as people, we, we learn some things like, oh, if you wear this outfit, you're a hoe, mm -hmm. you know, so now that you've worn those outfits in your mind, you you a hoe, so you 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 go out there, 
you know, carrying yourself, believing, well, I'm a host, so I, I should allow me myself to be treated like this. There's so many uh, schemas or uh, cognitive distortions that we have that sometimes we have to unlearn those things. And when we do, we see the world in a way that we've never seen it or, or understand or grasp it in a way that we've never before. Hmm. So th those are the aspects that I, that I talk about in my book, because it really starts with you. Once mm. you have a certain level of, of, of self-worth or, 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 you know, self-respect and self-love, where you, you view yourself in this high esteem and you don't base it on how others view you or maybe how they've treated you, that's a big step. Now, of course, do, do these other factors, uh, let's say uh, money, status, you know, beauty, whatever, of course, those are aspects of it. But should you base your soul worth or value on just those things? The answer for me is no. And I think a lot of people yeah. sometimes do that and they'll be like, man, I, I, I'm not balling right now, so I ain't itch, so I don't deserve this. And, and it's like, you're selling yourself short. You know, mm -hmm. you have other, like we're multifaceted people. So I want you to realize all aspects of you. I want you to realize the aspects of you that's not quite up to par where you want it to be and make goals to improve those things. If it's my weight, mm -hmm. if it's my whatever, Aziz, you 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 a prime example. You you are one of the fittest brothers I know now. True. You know what I'm saying? It had to be you took time and said, okay, I want to commit to my fitness. Mm -hmm. And you did that. Mm -hmm. But it does it didn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. But it should also mean if I'm not where I want to be right now. I should think less of myself. Mm -hmm. It's a journey. Life mm -hmm. is a journey and things are a process. And mm -hmm. very every mm -hmm. so often, we often see people before they get to where they want to be, they belittle mm -hmm. themselves and allow themselves to be mistreated or settle for less. And we're doing ourselves a disservice because I, work, I watch Shark Tank a lot. Mm -hmm. You see some people that believe in their business even though they're not where they want to be, they're like, nah, I'm not giving you this much equity into my business mm -hmm. because I know the value mm -hmm. of this thing. And even though I'm not there yet, I know where I'm going to be 10 years or 20 years from now. And because they realize it's a journey, they realize they can pass this to their kids and kids' kids. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we look at life like, man, I'm here now, so I'm not where I want to be. So effort. We don't mm. focus on tomorrow. And mm. I feel like once we begin to have that type of perspective, like, man, mm. a lot can happen in a year or two or three. I mean, this mm -hmm. book is a prime example. A lot. I wasn't thinking about this pre-COVID. A lot has yeah. transpired so let me, for me. Let me, take it, let me take it back for a second. You talked about, um, you know, this journey in the process and, you know, how people can kind of sell themselves short, but there was a point in your journey where, you know, you were, uh, you know, pursuing the undergrad and engineering and, you know, the, the results weren't there. 
you were probably assuming, you know, at that time you were undervaluing yourself. But then there was that pivotal moment where you shifted. Um, just describe what it meant when you went on that journey since 2013, you know, as a, a therapist and qualified and sort of walking in that purpose. How much value did walking in your purpose add for you? And how much, uh, I guess, fulfillment did you get in adding value to others' lives walking in your purpose? Man, that's that's a great question. So for me, during that t- those times, like I said, when I was an undergrad, mm. I placed a lot of value on the money, right? Mm. And the thing the thing is because again, I was young. I mean, because sometimes you know when you were a child, you you might think a speaker as a child. So at the time, I was a young mm. man, and just imagine, like, at 16 you're, or 17, 18, you're asking a lot of people to think of what they want to do for the rest of their lives. Everyone is not going to have a, a clear idea of what that was. And I, and I was one of those people who didn't. But I knew I didn't want to live in poverty. I knew I, I like money and I like the things that money can afford you. So... Being as though uh, my my father, he was like, man, you know, do engineering, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, bet. I didn't even know what engineer was. But I I was like, YOLO. However, when I began to search myself, when I began to assess myself and look at the characteristics and look at the things that I was good at, like I said, I was able to reflect on those uh, conversations that I had with friends while in undergrad, I realized this was a skill of mine, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why it's so important to have uh, parents and mentors who are able to help you, uh, you know, discover those things. You know, mm-hmm. for for mine, you know, of course, Africans, that's not a field that we even, we would ever stumble upon. Mental health, mm-hmm. we ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. So, um, for me, I never knew until, like I said, if it wasn't for the fact that I was able to talk to my um, advisors and it just so happened that that was the only major that I could, was going to enable me to graduate in four years. I don't know if I would have ever stumbled upon this, but I'm, I'm definitely thankful that I did because this is something that I'm extremely passionate about. This is something that I love mm-hmm. to do. You know what I'm saying? This is something that it comes natural to me. Now, of course, along the, and I, I definitely feel reward, you know, I think it's a rewarding career to be in. Now, of course, as there have been times, you know, even within the career where maybe I've experienced frustration, yes. And if we think just because we're, working, walking in our purpose or, you know, a path that we should be, everything will always be smooth sailing. Uh, I doubt that that's always the case, you know? And so, yeah, I've had my times of frustrations and things of that nature, but it didn't last long, you know? And Mm -hmm. it's always good to have, to seek wise counsel and have wise people in your corner because those people are able to you know, um, you know, keep you in line and, you know, keep you walking in that purpose. So those Mm -hmm. people have been instrumental for me in keeping me in line. 
Okay. And it's, it's funny to hear you say that because I'm, you know, I'm just kind of piecing things together here. Like, I can just imagine if you had done engineering and run into this season that we have now where everything's kind of on lockdown, mm-hmm. what that would have done to your finances versus what we're all talking about and is in the news and how, you know, mental health is a big issue and it's in the spotlight now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the, the potential for where you could have been and where you are of two complete opposites, right? Yeah. Like you're, what you're doing is more in demand now than ever before, as opposed to, you know, nobody's running out talking about, we need engineers, you know, it's, it's where are the mental health experts so we can, you know, get people on track and and get them just mentally prepared, even for the opportunities that might come. Right. There's a lot of people that despite the fact that there are, you know, uh, opportunities in the workforce or skills shortage, all that, but some of them are not even taking those chances because mentally they're not there. You know what I mean? They can't even see themselves in those roles, let alone see what roles there are available to them. So um, that that's to me stands out as far as, you know, just that change, that one change of direction, but it literally changes the entire trajectory of what your future can look like. Yeah, most, most definitely. And it's, it's crazy mm-hmm. because being in the mental health field, I lied to you not Aziz, you can testify never in a million years did I, um, see this day I didn't even see this day coming a day where you know mental health would be in such a high demand you know what I'm saying because Mm -hmm. I just felt like you know there's society will just tend to focus on those negative stigmas when it comes to mental Mm -hmm. health but with the pandemic I think everybody had no choice but to really um, face reality and you know you see a lot of people Mm -hmm. Um, facing, addressing the fact that they're depressed, addressing the fact that they're anxious. You saw a lot of unemployment, right? The highest unemployment mm-hmm. rates mm-hmm. in history. Just look at, just imagine yeah. how that impacted a lot of families and a mm-hmm. lot of marriages. Now a lot of couples mm-hmm. are having to face themselves and actually spend mm-hmm. quality time and really knowing who you married beside the 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 day to day busyness, you yeah. know, and then mm-hmm. and then just toss in some kids, one, two, or three, or mm-hmm. how many, and just see how mm-hmm. much. And those kids are no longer going to school and spending half their days in school, and you're forced mm-hmm. to all be with each other twenty four seven, and see how mm-hmm. much you truly, you know, like each other and how much you're truly compatible. And I think COVID truly mm-hmm. exposed a lot of troops mm. expose the yeah. country for, for, mm-hmm. or, you know, how weak they are in, in a lot of places when it co- comes to the government It expose, you know, racism and all mm. these brutality, something we've already knew. It just exposed the truth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think mm-hmm. they, uh, not to cut you off, but they described it, you know, as a, uh, a dual pandemic, you know, sort of financial crisis and a health crisis. But again, just going back to your story and how, you know, there's so many gems in there because it's like, if you just take that scenario, like you described with this, you know, household of family members where potentially everybody's unemployed, there's no, there's no longer any economic value in that household. But for you, for someone who's focusing on mental health and something deeper and, you know, getting them in the right mindset, it's adding the real value back, 
right? It's, it's making them see that, hey, these connections matter. The knowing myself and what, you know, value I can bring to the world beyond what job description I might feel, that's where the value is. So again, it speaks to this idea that where you're at right now in your season is fit for this season. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's really, really pivotal. Hey, I never, I never even thought about it like that, man. You, you <laughs> this, this brother is speaking life into, you know what I'm saying? Because I never really thought about the, the, the degree of how essential. Mm. But I will say, like, I forgot mm. who I told. Like, I've, I've mm. been a therapist for seven years. Never ever have I seen my email been so busy with. You know, different mm-hmm. people just constantly every day seeking, you know, even I've had people on social media reach out to me about, you know, trying to get services. So never, ever have I seen anything like this. Um, so it's, you know, it's humbling. Um, but of course, you know, the human side, <laughs> I, I understand like, yeah, a lot of lots and lots of people are going through things and you know as not only a clinician but as a human being this is a time to be human and and just rally around each other you know what i'm saying um Mm -hmm. so i'm definitely glad to be in the in the field that i'm in Mm-hmm. Be, be sure to put your team around you because that's that's another opportunity to seize i think now it's it's time for you uh this is your moment to scale up you know mm-hmm. just like you said people are flooding that inbox it, it says something you know what i mean that's another one of those those omens or those uh moments where it's like hey this this is for you so you just gotta seize it yeah man me me, me and brother aziz mm-hmm. we 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 got something in the works man Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I got another question for you for me to close us out. <clears throat> okay. Let's say man or, man or woman, we read your book, right? We realize based on what we're reading that we need healing, right? Mm-hmm. Self-view, our, our self-identity, the identity that we have of ourselves, the view, our views of the world aren't congruent with who we would want to be and how mm-hmm. we want to move forward. Mm-hmm. Step one, what do we do? What's next? Okay, that's awesome. That's a great question. Um, I would definitely say, you know, therapy can be a good um, resource to tap into um, and talking to and and fully being vulnerable and kind of walking back the steps. Like, okay, how was this uh, reality or, or this identity developed in the first place what what are the uh, contributing factors what are the underlying factors that kind of helped you you know develop the current identity um what is your ideal identity you know and like how far apart are you uh what what has prevented you from kind of you know being your through your true authentic self you know what i'm saying and then develop and Mm -hmm. Once you gather all those answers and you now know all those factors and components, you know, you now realize your barriers, your challenges, and then you develop like an action plan or, you know, strategies that you can utilize to help you, whether it's um, if it's reading books, you know, whether it's um, positive uh, 
reframe or affirmations uh, or you talked about you need healing so once you if you are able to acknowledge that you need healing then that's the a lot of the work will have to be done in terms of wherever that identity was fractured right Mm -hmm. you know it could be um from your family it can be when you were in school where they call you african booty scratches so you had to reinvent yourself or whatever it can be in a relationship it can be in a job market it can be wherever so you want to know when or what factored into that identity being fractured and in order to like prevent it from going forward or when it kind of resurfaced or try to reappear you're able to now make a connection like okay this is what's happening in this moment and you kind of develop some strategies that you you're going to implement to kind of help you move towards the identity that's more true and authentic to who you really are. Mm. Mm. How do people get in contact with you? They help for me. I know you said people have been flooding your inboxes, emails. Give a few of some contact information so they can definitely reach out. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm easily accessible. You can find me on Instagram uh, at Dr. Fem Dizzle. That's at D-R-F-E-M-D-I-Z-Z-L-E. Um, I, I can also be, you can also contact me via email. And that's my first name, which is Oluwafemi, O-L-U-W-A-F-E-M-I. My last name, Sonia, which is S-A-N-Y-A. 89 at gmail.com. So that's Oluwafemisanya89 at gmail.com. I appreciate that, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man, you you guys are some of the deepest brothers I've ever met, man. Y'all, you know, y'all, 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 came, y'all came with the fire. I felt like I, I was sipping pan wine. That's that's what we do for the listeners, but you know it's not going to stop there. We're definitely going to have more conversations and see where we can put in our input because we want to see you succeed, you know, and see you flourish in this season, man. So it's it's, if all of us win, you know, that's good for for each and every one of us, you know. Appreciate it, appreciate it, man. Love y'all, brothers, man. Oh yeah, come in before you leave. You got a clothing line too, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Hey, you know, shout out for the plug. You still got to come get your stuff, man. You, I'll be there this week, bro. Um, yeah, man. I got a clothing line. Um, it's called Melanated Fathers. You know, shout out to the black fathers mm-hmm. out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We, 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 we look out for the, for the ladies, for the queens, and we look out for the, for the brothers as well, man. You know, we, we multi, multi-purpose people out here. Melanated Fathers, mm-hmm. you know, we got a lot of good stuff. We're a family brand, you know, we're all about the advancement of, you know, the 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 black family, uh, the black fathers, man, because I feel like, you know, that's that's a, a group of people that sometimes can be invisible or, or aren't mm-hmm. catered to. So being a black father, I felt as though, mm-hmm. You know, I, I wanted to do be an uh, agent of change, whether it's through fashion, uh, whether it's through mental health, whether it's through trying to help kind of link some 
um, struggling fathers who maybe need to be connected with like a job program, um, whatever it is that I'm able to help, uh, I'm, I'm here, man. So that's what Melanated Fathers is all about. And again, come get come get your gear, man. We got a lot of great stuff, man. Check me out, uh, Amen. Yes, sir. No doubt. Definitely check it out. If you don't promote yourself, I don't know who will. Um, he's the hey, author man. of I'm Manifesting My Queen's Essence, A Journey Gee. of Reflecting, Healing, Acceptance, Serve, Love, and the Pursuit of Healthy Love I Deserve. And he's hey, also the founder of Melanated Fathers. Listen, man, it's a holiday period, B. Like, just go out there, cap your T-shirt for your man, ladies. I mean, man copy the book for your ladies man i mean for both of you matter of fact you guys read learn something or two man in this quarter you know in this quarantine don't be sitting there just watching tv <laughs> news all the time saying you have headache headache read the brother's book man educate yourself you know what i mean learn some self-love some patience and everything else it's in that book you know what i mean yeah and the cover is glossy as hell man i mean like it's, it's bro listen don't let me sell this book cover. to you. Don't let me sell this book to you because you'll buy it. AK, you are doing well. You are doing well. <laughs> <laughs> man, Dizzle, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. You know what I mean? Nah, thank, thank you guys for welcoming me on your platform, man. Appreciate you, Kings, man. This was definitely dope, man. You got some solid brothers. I mean, you guys are professionals, man. Indeed. Look at how does that thing does flow. I feel like I was on MSNBC. (laughs) 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 Listen, man, this MSNBC, Palm White Central style. You know what I'm saying? Listen, Joe, um, I'm smoking Joe, Bossman Aziz. Appreciate you guys as always. Um, This episode sponsored, powered by Stuck in the Podcast. Follow them, follow us at. Pinewine Central, all platforms and streaming platforms as well. Listen to us. Share this episode with your ex, your ex's ex, your grandma, your aunties, all that good stuff, man. Even your boss, man, you know what I mean? Share with them. Let them listen to Pinewine Central. Even see some Pinewine to that. Listen. Again. Share this episode. Everybody. All of us. I appreciate you guys. Dr. Phil Dizzle. Appreciate you for stopping by. Turn the lights low. Can you feel the fire? 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 Can you feel the fire now? Can you feel the fire? Can you feel the fire now? Can you feel the fire? Can you feel the fire now? Can you feel the fire? Can you feel the fire now? Can you feel the fire now?